0: welcome to episode 50 of the paul norton podcast now it's been a little while since i've done a podcast and currently it's a saturday evening and i'm sipping a green tea so that is how exciting my life is going but it's good it's good to be a bit more chilled I suppose today's podcast is it's more of an update on I suppose where i've been and how far i've come and you know it's been a little bit of a probably a, a rough couple of weeks, I would say, or months only in the terms of things happen in terms of personal life, in terms of family members, and just a few little things like that. And I suppose the, the day of this podcast today is just to kind of let you see where I'm coming from and understand that struggle is always going to be there. And one of the biggest things I've learned about struggle is it's there for a reason, now, struggling is nice, you know, being out of your comfort zone isn't nice, but when we struggle, you know, day to day, as some part of, you know, life, it's going to help us go forward. And one of the biggest things that I've understood, and me personally, is like all these little struggles I've had, whether it be breakups, whether it be stuff happening at home, whether it's, you know, work stuff, whether it's friendship stuff, they've all had some sort of positive outcome. And... The last probably five months or six months, I've been doing a lot of work on myself in terms of, you know, personal development. I've been working with a relationship counselor for the last probably six months, i say, five, six months. And I've been working with another therapist doing shadow work. And that's been really deep. And I've learned so much about myself in the last, you know, five, six months that, you know, it's the best thing I've ever done. Me going through, you know, breakup last year, me going through all that trauma, all that heartache, brought me to a place where I'm actually able to fall in love with myself. And this is something that probably no one really speaks about. There's not many men out there who will tell themselves that I actually love myself. And even a year and a half ago, I was in the same boat. Someone said to me, do you love yourself? I'd say, what are you on about? Are you mad? And it's only from doing this work, find out more about myself, who I am as a person that I've really started to understand what it means to actually love yourself. Loving yourself isn't about looking in the mirror and saying, oh, I'm so pretty, I'm so gorgeous. Loving yourself is just being okay with who you are as a person. And this probably relates back to a lot of my relationships. And one of the biggest things I've learned about me is that in all my past relationships, I needed someone. I didn't want someone. And when I realized this, it was like, Jesus, that is absolutely mind-boggling. The fact that, you know, all my past partners, I thought I needed, I thought I wanted them in my life, but in fact, I was filling the void. Because I wasn't good in my own skin, because I wasn't comfortable with who I am as a person, I had this massive void in my life that I needed to fill. And what did I do? I used to have girlfriends and you know all that kind of stuff to fill a void. I needed someone in my life to make me feel secure in my own body. And when I realized this, it was just like a light bulb. Because now, you know, I want something in my life. I want to have a partner. I want to have you no know, friendships. I don't need partners. You know, I don't need all this. And this is something that I feel so many people struggle with. I've got friends, you know, back home friends here. In the same boat. They go relationship to relationship to relationship. You know. They go from friendship to friendship to friendship. Job to job to job. You know. Bar to bar to bar. Because they need something in their life to fill a void. And I am by no means perfect. I've by no means understood. You know. What. You know. Me as a person. But. You know. The last. As I said. Five. Six months have been. Mind bobbling. And I'm just going to share some stuff today about. What I've learned. And. It comes back to this basic principle of you know finding who you are as a person because I feel so many of us are in this you know we saw the true life and you know we graduate college we we do the jobs we we follow this blueprint by 30 years of age you have to have save and you have to have kids you have to have a house you have to be married and it baffles me that this still happens even for me like I found myself saying geez I'm 30 you know I'm 31 32 I should have kids I should have this and because I felt this pressure, it was like then I'd get partners because I needed someone to fill that, that void. But internally, I was feeling shit about myself. I didn't like who was the person. I didn't like everything about me. And I wasn't se- I wasn't secure enough to be able to, you know, sit in a room alone without being on my phone or scrolling. And again, it's, it's been a lot of deep work finding out like all these root causes. And again, it goes back to my childhood. It goes back to how deep we are. And... I think this is important because when we look at health and fitness, it's not just about calories in, calories out. It's not about, you know, lifting weights or running the fast. It's because for me as a coach, my goal is to impact people's lives, to transform their lives. But there's not good enough nowadays just to transform your body. It has to go deeper. And for me, you know, since I've understood me, since I've done the work on myself, since I've been, you know, grown as a person mentally and physically, my gym work has improved, my food has improved, my sleep has improved, my relationship with friends has improved, my relationship with partners or you know people has improved. All because I was able to, you know, work on myself. Before I always felt there was something missing. There was this void that I was missing. And again it comes back to my mum passing away. It goes back to you know past stuff in the past that I'd never dealt with. I'd used alcohol to try fill a void. I'd use you know whatever it may be food to fill a void i never actually work on myself and doing this work for me has been absolutely unbelievable but it comes back down to the basics that we all feel that you know we need to do this or we have to you know have the perfect gym plan or have the perfect body and have the perfect relationship the perfect car the perfect house but then we're not actually working on ourselves and work on yourselves isn't like it's not it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you doesn't mean that, you know, you're going through bad times, but sometimes it's good to actually just do a little work on yourself, whether that's, you know, meditation, whether it's like journaling, journal, whether it's writing on your thoughts, whether it's talking to therapists or counselors, whether it's doing something that's working on yourself. But I feel so many of us, we don't work on ourselves. I didn't work on myself for the last, you know, 32 years. Only for the last six months, I've, you know, had to really dig deep and go down some, like, dark corners and you know go back to my past about past relations mum passing away you know stuff as a child happened you know all that kind of stuff that brought it up the surface and I'm nowhere near that stage of getting the fix but I know that I'm a lot better than I was a year ago and I suppose the biggest breakthrough for me what I've learned is again it comes back to me not feeling good enough and I always wondered why you know when I go to the gym or I wouldn't lift heavy weights You know, I'd always wonder why I wouldn't, you know, buy a certain top or I wouldn't buy a certain whatever it may be. Because deep down, I wasn't good enough. And this probably reflects a lot on my past relationship, too. I never felt good enough to be in a relationship. So rather than actually want someone who was good for me and vice versa, I just needed someone. So it was nearly like that. I was settling just for that person. And and then I convinced myself that, you know, oh, this is working. This is perfect. But deep down, they just there uh, there was always the same trigger, the same little stuff. And after that you know six month mark eight month mark whatever it may be i found myself you know doing the same thing as getting into this rut and trying to push people away and you know we've all been there before and again it's there's nothing wrong with that but it's been to acknowledged that we do this and i've done this for years and years you know done this with you know family members with friends with you know partners and it's okay to feel this way that's the one thing i cannot stress it's okay to feel a certain way it's okay to have a, like to feel not good in your own skin it's okay to have emotions it's okay to cry it's okay to talk it's okay to have feelings and it's okay for you to feel shit but I think so many of us are so afraid to actually go out and talk to people to admit that oh we need help because here's the thing you know we have a chef we have an accountant we have teachers we have bank managers we have all this stuff that we use because we need it you know, we have a health coach or a coach like me to help us. But when it comes to our our mental health, our mindset, there's this big stigma that we, you know, that, oh, you can't talk because you're crazy or you can't talk because there's something wrong with you. And I've been through, you know, a lot of struggles and I'm quite an open person, but we have to be able to understand that it's okay to talk. It's okay to let our feelings out because, that's what they're there for. When we keep our feelings in, which I again I done this for years and years, kept my feelings blocked up, didn't talk to anyone, and just went down this negative route of just, Asher, "I'm fine," you know. I'm a man. I'm fine. I don't need to talk. Wouldn't talk to partners. Wouldn't communicate. You know, let things build up, and it just, just, this went on and on for just so, so long. But again, we have to understand that we need if we need help, like it's okay to talk. And one thing I'm really big on my clients, you know, I've got a mindset coach who works for me. And she does all the mindset stuff. Like we do we're really big like on nutrition training but also, you know, women's health, but also then also mindset too. Because I think that's huge. That's a huge area that's lacking is mindset. And, you know, one thing for me is personally that, you know, going forward I probably w- i w I'd like to have, you know, somebody that's professionally in the mental health industry working for me. You know, something that people can actually reach out and talk to as part of my programme because I think that's lacking so much. What I'm seeing lately in, in health and fitness is there's so much emphasis on nutrition, training, all the rest. But then there's other areas lacking, like the likes of mindset, like stress, anxiety, self-doubt, self-worth, confidence, like motivation, all these massive areas. And one of the biggest things that for me is having that mindset coach come on board as part of my coaching has being a game changer because we're able to understand nutrition better training better you know female health better but also now mindset stuff it just adds a whole extra layer of support and value because that's something that again i feel is lacking is that support and that mindset awareness and for me again mindset is, is, is something i'm passionate about because i've been through it all i've been from you know my mum passing away you know 10 years ago to me being the skinny kid got bullied to me being overweight like 35, 35 kg overweight then losing that way you know to going through breakups to going through trauma to going through all this grief and to then the last you know six months work on my mental health you know with two different counselors has been huge you know it's been the best investment that I've ever done to myself and because of that my training's better my sleep is better my anxiety levels are down everything is a lot better because of it and this is probably something that we all don't look enough at. Uh. You know, we we, we we follow the guides for the motivation. We don't actually dig deep on you know, our mindset stuff and our self-development and always trying to grow as a person. And the biggest area that's been probably always lacking in my life has been relationships in terms of like not understanding what relationships are. A lot of people I feel go into relationships in a bid to just have someone there. You know, that's just great have someone there, a snuggle buddy. It's great to have somebody there to text or to go see on a weekday or a weekend. But a lot, not a lot of people want someone in their life that, you know, for the long term, for the long term game. We need, we think we need someone there. But then if we ask ourselves the question, will this person be around in 10 years time or 15 years time? We say, don't be still You're thinking too far ahead. But what I've come to realize is, especially as I get a bit older, you know, dating is hard work. It's. You know dating can be hard work because i feel that nowadays people have a lot of you know they've got so much choices in terms of they can swipe and bumble they can go to the next person if someone's not good enough they can click here next rather than working out the working out team giving stuff a go they can just swipe I sure this person's better this person's better you know it might text someone for a few days and the text might be a bit bland so you move on to the next person and then it creates this vicious circle because then what happens is you're always trying to strive to get someone better. And again, this is something I realize that we can't base off stuff, we can't base off relationships on that. Because this whole mindset of I'm all about striving and I'm all about like, you know trying to be the best version you can. But rather than trying to always try to get the, the better girl or the better boy or the better stuff, how about you find someone you actually like and try work with them work it out whatever it may be and grow as two individuals because what we're trying to do is we're, we're all trying to grow at this fast pace but then we're trying to our deserving level has gone so much because you know i've been here before where you feel oh i deserve this girl because she's looks like my she's blonde or she's fit or she's brunette hair or she's ginger you know I mean? you, you think you deserve more and then you get into this vicious cycle of always taking you deserve more and you keep on going down this rabbit hole i know i've got a lot of Friends, girlfriends, too, and they'll say the same like they'll be taking someone and they might see someone who's better and they're swiping that and they're, you know, it goes into this vicious circle. But I think we've lost the core value of what relationship is and then you know, what it actually means. Relationships shouldn't be complicated. Your life should be in such a good place that you know where you want to be in five years' time, in 10 years' time, in 15 years' time. You have some sort of a plan in place, you know, you know where you want to be. you want to be married or kids have a house here you want to have a certain job because for me the most important thing for me is actually knowing who i am as a person and where my life is going to go because there's no point waiting for someone to come into your life and hope that that's going to complete your life because that's the the best way to lower yourself worth instead if you have your life in such a good place if you are so in tune with your emotions with your feelings you know where where you are as a person right now in the present. You know where you want to be in five years time. You know what your life looks like in 10 years time. Then that person that you find your person, they should come into your life and they should complement your life, not complicate it. But I feel like so many people are trying to find this perfect person that's going to make their life complete. Your life is never going to be complete. You're always going to be growing. But your life should be complete at the present, you know, you should be complete as a person and you should be able to have your goals. Like I want to be here in five years time and 10 years time. I was talking to a friend recently and she was saying, well, how can I know where I want to be in five years time? And the answer is no one knows only you. Like you control your life. You know, no matter what age you are, you should be able to have an idea of where you want to be in five years time. What do you want your life to look like? Because like writing a book, This is your storybook. No one's going to write it for you. And the biggest realization I had. Was when I realized. Jesus. You know I can make this happen. If I write down where I want to be in five years time. That gives me such a clear picture. In ten years time where I want to be. And yes far away. But we have to have some sort of a plan. in place like where we want to be. Where our life wants to go. Because again if we're. Waking up every day with the same job, we hate our job, we hate where we live. We're on the dating apps, we're trying to find this this missing piece. But here's the thing a person shouldn't be your missing piece. You know, a person should be like the extra piece that just you know makes a jigsaw puzzle look that little bit nicer, a little bit prettier, a little bit like you know, on the par. That extra piece is going to complement that jigsaw puzzle, not complete it. Your jigsaw puzzle should be complete. And whenever you find a person or find a friendship, wherever it may be, they're the extra jigsaw, you know, piece that's gonna complement the jigsaw, it's gonna add that extra bit of value to it. And that's the most healthiest way from my experience. Because I was in that path of trying to find the perfect person and trying to make this work and all this kind of stuff, but I needed someone, I didn't want someone. But now we're after like getting deep and niggly with you know, Charles, it was it was mad like what I realized and how I was as a person. I didn't know where I was going to be next week. You know, I wasn't happy in my own skin. I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't confident. I was just no self-worth. Everything was just going against me because I didn't do any work on myself. And here's the thing. I can do as much work on myself as I want, but it's always going to be changing. There's always going to be situations And you have to put this stuff into practice you know been on a few dates recently with a girl and really lovely girl you know went through a little bit of a little bit of a spicy patch you know the the other evening and you know the old me would have you know took that situation would have kept it to myself would have manifested you know in my head and rather than address situation, I would have just kept to myself and eternally begrudge that person for that situation and then push that person away. And we've all done this. Whereas, you know, everything I've learned, that situation was a test of the last six months of the work I've done on myself, in terms of situation, in terms of stepping back, you know, team situation. And then just rather than rather than be angry at the person for that situation, actually be vulnerable and say, that actually hurt me. You know, that was, that really hurt me really bad. And then once you can be vulnerable and actually understand that you're not angry, you're actually, you're hurt, then you can address situation and then move forward. That to me is a game changer because I've never been in a situation before where like I actually felt vulnerable and hurt from, a, you know, from something before I would be angry and say you're this and you're that and this isn't right and oh, you're not the right person for me. But instead it's about taking a step back and just to understand it from two different perspectives, but also then being able to just be mature and like be vulnerable. Like, you know, yeah, it wasn't nice what happened and I was hurt and all this other stuff, but then you address it, you kind of chat about it and then you move on. Because here's the thing, two people have two different expectations, you know, and they're never going to be the same. But I really believe if someone has, you know, if you've got your core values in line, if you want the same things, if you have good chemistry, you know, if you bond well, the rest will follow. Your expectations are always going to be different. You know, always going to be different. People have different expectations. Some person might like a red car. You like a green car. That's okay. You have two different expectations. Somebody might think that, you know that you're going to, as an example, you're going to make them a, you know, dinner one night, but then they might make you, I don't know, like a cheese board instead as an example, you know, two different expectations and that's okay. Expectations are, are there to be, they're they're going to mold you, they're going to come together and they're going to go in the same direction. But once you have your values in line, you have your core principles, you want the same things you're clear then we have to understand expectations are always going to change regardless they're going to be up and down we all have different expectations Do you know whether some people might like going for coffee in the first day some people might like might go for dinner some people might like going for a skydive some people might like going for a coffee walk or walk on a coffee and that's okay if you have different expectations that's okay but as long as you you have the same values, you you know you want the same things, you have a connection. Expectations will change over time as you grow, as you grow as individuals, your expectations will become very aligned. And again, this is something that I'm learning a lot and lot of. But it doesn't happen overnight. There's no perfect relationship. There's no perfect friendship. There's no perfect job. There's no perfect you know world. Everything is built. And I believe in imperfections. It's how you can take the imperfection of someone and turn it into a positive. Not look at someone's imperfections and just begrudge them. You know, let's say it would be, oh, you've got, you know, Paul, you've got soft tummy or you haven't got abs or you've got a hairy chest. Whatever may be, like, that's me as a person, that's who I am. But rather than begrudge someone about imperfections, like, just love them imperfections. As long as everything else is in line with you. But also being able to talk. And for me, like, the biggest thing is communication. You don't want to nitpick at someone, but you want to be able to communicate. Hey, you know, that really upset me. You know, that made me really sad. And have a chat. Not say, you're an ass. You know, I can't believe you said that. Why would you do that? You know, that's so mean. That was me in the past. Like, in situations. Whereas now, in situations about being able to acknowledge like, this and understand that you know that hurt me i'm feeling something but for years and years i didn't have that feeling because i was so blocked off to my own emotions every single time it's it's mind-boggling what we do we put up this wall and then we use like if somebody says something a friend or somebody will say oh you're angry i would punch him rather than saying actually that hurt me who says that when's the last time you know if you were with your friends And somebody says something to you and you say, "Do you know, that really hurt me. That really upset me. We wouldn't because we'd be afraid of being judged. But here's the thing. Who's really judging us? You know, we're judging ourselves because we're not being true to ourselves. And this is a big thing for me is actually acknowledge, actually, wow, that hurt me. I don't like what you said there. What's your opinion on what you said? Do you acknowledge that that was hurtful? and stuff, and then you just talk about that situation and move forward. And it's just everything. It's not about relationships could be your job too. And again, it's about feeling that emotion of like, you know, being hurt and being, you know, pain. Not angry, not punching someone, not cheating on someone, not going off the handles, but being able to acknowledge situation and just move on forward. And I feel like relationships are huge in 2022 I think it's a massive area because personally, from my experience, like what I've gone through in past relationships, like it it comes down to me as a person, like not knowing who I was, not being true to my emotions, not being true to me, not being in love with my life and not knowing where my life was going to be. And you don't have to know where your life wants to be, but it's good to have a plan. Do you know, it's good to be able to sit down and say, in five years time, I want to be in Galway or I want to be in Sydney. Or want to be in America you know five years time want to have a kid or a dog or a puppy and just have you know look at your job how can you progress your job you know if you're working at KFC as a you know a waitress you know five years time you might, you might want to be manager so it's having like them little goals set down that's going to like means you're in a good path you're not waking up day to day just hoping that things are going to click on nicely because this, again, this is me for years and years. And I'm learning so much now about me and emotions. And now, like, all this work I've done, you know, back dating again and all that kind of jazz. is putting that stuff into practice. Will there be ups and downs? 100%. Of course there will. Nothing is ever perfect. But it's how we deal with situations, being true to ourselves. Because I feel like that there's so much. It's easy now to just, like, biff it away. You know... It would have been so easy for me last week in a situation to biff it away after, you know, four dates. You know, let's say we've known the person for the last couple of weeks, like, probably seven, eight weeks. You know, and we've, let's say, met each other four times. It'd be so easy for me to throw that situation away, just biff it away and say, I sure can't believe you've done that. That's just a red flag. I've, d- I've done it before. Or you just, like, stay there and you begrudge the person. Whereas now it's about like acknowledging what happened, actually saying, actually that really actually hurt me. It upset my feelings, you know. I, it felt not nice. And once you can acknowledge them feelings for me, it was like a whole different door open, because I've never experienced this before. I'd be angry or I'd be grudge or I'd hold it. I'd be I'd be picky about it, pick or nitpick about a certain topic. It was the first time that I've I've looked at a situation like that, you know, and the next day, two days after, it just hit me. And then I was able to feel emotion. And that to me is powerful because when you can feel emotion, you can then understand what the emotion is. It's pain, it's you know betrayal, it's hurt, it's deceit, whatever it is. And then you can kind of break it down, understand it better. Then then you can go to that person and, and have a chat about how you're feeling. Don't keep a bottle in, but have a chat about how you're feeling. And here's the thing that person reaction will tell you whether, you know. You're going to go forward or backwards, because there's no point going backwards and forwards. You know, once you can address that situation, how you're feeling, you'll know how you feel in that response. If that person, you know, is able to acknowledge that response, is able to, you know, calm you down, make you feel safe again, make you feel you know, wanted, whatever it may be, it's going to be so much easier. And again, I feel like so much lads, like don't think this way don't speak this way, because it's, it's it's a ego thing, isn't it, you know, Asher, sure, I'm not sad, you know, she done that, I, I'm going to go down with the lads, and get absolutely, you know, shit faced for the night, you know, that'll teach her, but I've done it before, we've done this before, but there needs more emphasis, on stuff, because, even in the cafes, now I'm seeing so many people, like talk about relationships, and dating, and talking about, how they're struggling, and this, that, and the other, but I honestly think that, there's so many of us, that, just aren't happy in our own skins. We don't really know where our life is right now. We're kind of just getting up every day and just hoping for the best. And I can relate because it's been me for the last, Jesus, 32 years like. And the last six months has been like, who, brain, like an eye opener. Like going down some dark corners and just some deep work on myself and just going by my past. And for me, like we broke down every single relationship we broke down, my mum passed away, we broke down, you know, stuff happened in my childhood, we, you know, all these areas and we broke it all down and we're still learning, we're still every week doing the same thing, the same thing. Now, I don't see the relationship counsellor anymore, but I see my shadow work guy every single week just nailing, you know, drilling, just going through the emotions, going through situations and it's going to make me a better person because, again, this podcast... It's probably a good example of if you can get some, if you can get just one nugget from this podcast of what I've said, that's all I'm after. And I'm not here to you know claim that I'm a relationship expert. I'm not a self development expert. I'm not a mindset expert. What I am is someone who's gone through the struggles. I've been through you know, the the weight loss stages, the fat loss stages, you know the grief stages, to now the self development stages, to relationship stages. And I just hope that you know this what me saying can help you in some shape or form. In of it's nugget about like being able to accept your emotions, rather than like being angry, just let it sink in and say, Jesus, that what he said to me hurt me. You know, angry, yes, but go deeper. If it hurt you, just why did it hurt you? Bring it up with your partner. And if your partner can't react in a positive way or, can, or can't react in some sort of a way to acknowledge that, how you feel well then that's a good indication that maybe your values aren't in line because in my situation that could have went very sour very quickly you know it could have went either two ways and if went sour quickly if the person didn't acknowledge or you know didn't say sorry didn't see it from my point of view and vice versa because it's a two-way street then that situation would have been you know very sticky and it probably wouldn't have lasted and that's okay but as long as i'm able to stay true to myself and be able to say right you know i was this happened i didn't feel good i brought it up i was true to myself i let the emotions bubble out and i've done the best i could to try resolve it now it's not about you know it's not, it's not about trying to just forget about it because certain things you can brush under the carpet right but then the stuff that you know if you only get to know someone as well you want to be true to yourself and true to what you believe in. So don't think that it's too small. If something is on your mind, it could be as simple as, Asher, look, you said you were going to be there at 7 o'clock. You came at half 6. Or you came at half 7, sorry. It could be a case that, look, you know, you said you were going to be here, but you came to the date drunk. It's not small. If if it doesn't sit well with you, bring it up. Obviously, like, you know, you're not going to nitpick, uh, Asher, look, you said you were a little bit hairy today or you know, your shoelace untied or you brought my toast that I can't believe you done that or the tea was too cold. You're not going to nitpick over them small things but the likes of stuff that come up, like it's like if someone's late or if someone said something and they're not there, or someone's going to promise you to do a sunrise walk and they didn't come or they changed their plans, just say it, say, hey, we had this plan, you know, I was really hurt that we didn't make it, I was really looking forward to seeing you and all the rest and then see how they react. If they react in a way that, I can't believe you're overreacting and stuff then you know that that person probably isn't in line with your values and that's okay but a person should what I feel is that when you bring up a, a situation that person should you know understand the situation be able to see it from your point of view and vice versa and be able to give their opinion and then also make you feel safe if you're feeling upset or feeling sad or you know stuff like that and then you both work it out you both talk and you kind of move forward not going backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. Have to work as a team because relationships are about two people going forward and growing as a team. And there's always going to be issues regardless of whatever may be in five years' time or two years' time or four weeks' time, eight weeks' time. Issues are always going to be there. But what I've learned is that you shouldn't really have massive arguments, relationships, you shouldn't, like, there should be always, like, little disputes or little, like, stuff, but it's about how you dissect them disputes and go forward. It's like a business, right? You go to a job. You, you've you got a project, whatever, and you have issues, that, whether there's some issues come up. Like, let's say you, you're working with another team member. You've got two issues. Like, rather than you two fighting and going backs and forwards, like, you come together and you talk about, like, this needs to be done, this needs to be done. And you move forward to get the deal over the line. You know, you move forward together. But if you have Jim and Mary here, you know, picking and picking and saying, well, I'm right, you're right, your shit, your shit, you know, bang, 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 trying to get one up, then you're not going to move forward with that project and you're not going to get the deal over the line. But if you work together, talk about what the differences are, what, what needs to be done, help each other to understand each other better. Because here's the thing Mary and Jim here, have two different roles. They're in the same company. They've got two different roles. They're doing two different jobs, but they're still going to the same path. They're still going forward with the company. They're still trying to get deal over the line. The end goal is still there. But them two people have two different jobs. So it's about Mary and Jim understanding what their jobs are and understand that you both have two expectations. That was a good analogy, to be fair. That was just off the bat. And it makes a lot of sense when you look at it that way. Mary and Jim, same job, but same company, two different roles. They've got two different roles for a reason because Mary's role complements Jim's role. Jim's role complements Mary's role. And two work hand in hand because Mary can't get the deal over the line without Jim and vice versa. So relationship is kind of like the same. It's the same kind of principle. Like that's the how we want to look at it. And once you can have the mindset, two of these have to talk as a team, not nitpick make solutions, make it like make issues, make promise or make promises, make goals to go forward, you're gonna have such a great relationship with your partner because you work as a team. It's all about teamwork. And I've been there before partners and nitpick and I'd be like, you should do this and this and the vice versa. You should do this part. you should change this and it didn't work. Shouldn't have to change for anyone. You know, again, two people should complement each other to go forward. Like Jim and Mary, you complement each other to go forward to get that deal over the line. And a sense you're looking, to, you're looking to grow the company. You're looking for that company to flourish going forward, to be a sustainable business for the rest of their lives. So relationship is the exact same, it's the exact same principle. You want to flourish that relationship so you can go forward as a couple. Simple things like that. And again, this it's it's not as easy as that. But if you're someone who you know if you don't feel good in your own skin if you're having done work on yourself that's the best place to start because you can't expect to love someone if you don't love yourself and for me i was trying to give you know my ex-partners love that I hadn't got because i didn't love myself and if i don't love myself how can they expect to give someone else love it's absolutely crazy and now it's like I'm in a place where I love myself and I've got a lot more to love. And what that means is that, you know, when the person comes along and, you know, that person is, fits into my life and vice versa. And because I actually want someone in my life, it means that then I'll have love to give that person that I never had before. Because I never love myself. It's crazy. And I've not many men males will talk about this loving yourself to say "Geez, you're soft you know I've got friends at home who would tell me I'm soft what do you mean you love yourself you're soft you know this is the whole thing you're soft but then them same people then I see them go through their relationships and it's just a train wreck after train wreck train wreck they find a girl the nitpick oh she's this she's that she's not good she's doing this she's texting too much and they're like well you know is it hers at you because it feels like that you know you're the one doing all the complaining but then you're not doing anything for yourself, like, because it's easy to blame other people for issues. It's harder to actually take ownership of our issues. And again, it comes back to my thing last week, you know, a little bit of an issue, wasn't a big issue, but I took ownership of my partner was able to understand it from the other person's point of view. And then it just made it a lot more sense. I've got friends at home in that situation. They would say, oh, that's just pathetic. That's just soft. That's just pathetic you know, can't believe that you're overreacting, you know, she's overreacting, vice versa. The same mindset, whereas it's harder to take ownership of a certain situation and then it's even harder to be vulnerable and let your emotions out to the person and say, hey, this really hurt me, this wasn't nice, I felt really upset and let's go from there. Not trying to hold a grudge or that kind of stuff. And again, just comes back to working as two individuals to go forward. But just be honest, you know, if you want, casual if you want a relationship you want the husband or the kids or the wife just be honest because honesty is the best policy it's no point beating around the bush if you you want to settle down and find a perfect person but you're dating someone who wants casual it's never going to work like and relationships again i'm no expert but this is what i'm learning about myself and me getting back out dating and stuff is you know it's probably the This has been the best time in my life for for dating because I've never been as clear of who I am as a person. I feel good enough. I feel if I'm true to my values, true to my emotion, I'm true to who I am as a person, then the right person will come along. And I'm not going to settle for, you know, something, but I'm not going to just give up either. I'm going to try and make something work because there has to be work involved, like anything, like a business, like a, you know, a friendship, like whatever it may be. There needs to be some sort of work in the background to push it forward. And that's what we lack. Now, we all deserve to be happy and we deserve the right things. But there's probably a lot of us out there who aren't happy in our own skin first. We don't know where our life is going to be in five years' time. But then we we expect that we go on these dates and we're going to find the perfect person to make us a better person. But I can tell you now unless you're good in your own skin unless you know where you want to be in five years time or ten years time or years time you can't expect someone to come along and, and fill that void because i do believe that dating is hard work but then I also come to realization that it's hard work if we make it hard work if we're not good in our own skin if we're not good as individuals it will be tough and probably for a lot of men out there if you are listening to this like it's okay to have emotions. It's okay to feel a certain way. But if you're not in a good place yourself with, you know, how you are as a person, loving yourself, you know, trying to find a partner to fill a void is, it's going to kick you in the arse every single time. Because you're never going to be happy. You'll always find flaws. You'll always find things to complain about. You'll always find things that the other person, you know, isn't good or shouldn't do. And this was me. And I only nitpicked because, again, I was wasn't happy in myself. When you're happy in yourself, when you love yourself, when you're know where your life is going, that person that comes along should complement it. Shouldn't be no nitpicking, should be no flaws. It should be like you both grow as individuals going forward. Well I hope that was a good podcast feed. You. and you know it was again I just said a troll up there it was Saturday night here, you know, just having a lemon or green tea, peppermint tea, sorry, and you know it's half six and even time. I just thought I'd do a podcast a little, little update. But I really, again, everything I said here is what I've experienced, what I've gone through. It's, and it's, it's an ever-growing process. You know, And I'm going to keep on doing updates as I grow as a person because I think it's so important to have this related to health and fitness because health and fitness isn't just about you know weight loss, fat loss, you know, tone up. Because if you're not in a good place mentally or, you know, your mindset isn't a great place, trying to stick to a calorie target is going to be shit it's not going to be very very nice but yeah i really hope this podcast helped you in some shape or form if it does you know please give it a share into your stories you know tell your friends because if this can help just one person improve their day like have one impact on one soul that's all i'm looking for but as always you can find me in social media paul norton fitness but yeah hope this podcast good give a listen give me a share give me some feedback send me a message if you liked it if any questions please let me know adios